you know, in the U.S., there's very, very little regulation on skincare, and people don't realize that. So many people say sold at XYZ box store that it couldn't go on the shelf if it wasn't safe. That is completely untrue, as you can tell just from research, all of these lawsuits and all these companies and things, but they can put that on the shelf and it can be sold without ever being tested. That's Emily Toops, and this is episode 444 of the Wellness Wisdom Podcast. Wellness Wisdom, where we discover the physical and emotional intelligence to live life well. How can we bring awareness and reverence to all the little mundane elements of our life? Wellness, I think, is a combination of understanding your own internal wants, needs, and desires. If you really want to take guidance from your soul, you have to be ready to realize that many of the things that you're asking for guidance on, your ego has some kind of an addiction to or an investment in. Understanding that we are a piece of nature, you know, nature is where we belong, I think is a very comforting thing to understand that would certainly feed into wellness well. Hey, it's Josh Trent, and this is the Wellness Wisdom Podcast, where you receive the physical and emotional intelligence you need to live your life well. But actually, you know what? It's more than just physical and emotional, as you know. Some part of you knows this because of the quadrant of physical, mental, emotional, spiritual for me has recently gone through an upgrade with an added portion to make a square into a pentagon by adding financial to the Pentagon of Wellness. So we're exploring a lot more on this podcast than ever before. Click over to joshtrent.com forward slash 437 to learn more about the Wellness Pentagon and the EI2, or the Emotionally Intelligent Inventory squared that we can all take so we can live our lives even more well than they actually are. This is episode 444 with my friend, Emily Toops, Deeper Than Skin, the truth about skincare, organic cosmetics, and protecting your family from toxic chemicals, which is a perfect podcast for you to watch and hear right after last week's show with Leslie about bodily autonomy and informed consent. Did you know that when you read labels, you're being informed? But what if some of the things you read on labels when it comes to your skin aren't actually true? With all the jargon and the word salad that we find on cosmetics and makeups and skincare products on the whole, have you ever reflected upon why people who seemingly have healthy lives, you know, they're eating well, they're moving well, they seem to be pretty happy, they still get sick with unfortunate diseases like autoimmune or cancer? Have you ever wondered why this actually happens? I know that I have, and it led me down some interesting facts of discovery. One of them being the impact of our epidermis on our immune system and our overall health. The epidermis or the skin, it's the largest organ on our entire body and it's easy to forget because we take it for granted. But what if I told you that anytime you put something on your skin, it's almost the same thing as drinking it? Do you think you might pay more attention or have more caution as to what toxic chemicals are unknowingly being placed on your skin. My mind was so expanded by this intelligent podcast, I learned from a very passionate and powerful woman who is the co-founder of Toops & Co. Organics. She's my guest today, Emily Toops, and she's been crafting skincare and makeup from her farmhouse kitchen. You'll see this, literally, she makes it from her home. After discovering how organic tallow, high-quality cold-pressed olive oil, and other quality natural ingredients made a huge difference in her skin and her family's wellness. Her company, Tubes & Co. Organics, believes that skincare products that nourish and restore can come from simple, wholesome ingredients. They use cows. They use tallow from cows. 
which is new for me. It was amazing when I tried it. This organic cold-pressed olive oil products as well, certified organic essential oils from small family-owned farms that are fair trade, sustainable, and transparent and ethical. And this is the key. In their products, you will never find synthetic chemicals like fillers, toxins, GMOs, artificial colors, or fragrances. My mind was expanded so big on this one. And really, I was humbled how little I personally knew about the skincare industry, cosmetics and lotions included. In this podcast, you're going to learn the benefits of tallow made from cow and how Emily came upon this, this organic skincare because of her daughter who had severe eczema and topical allergies. You'll learn what's really inside of your skincare and the top three skin offenders that you're most likely putting on your skin and you don't even know it because the labels on major brands tend to hide these ingredients with fancy names. You'll learn the secrets of big name skincare companies and why not to trust what most influencers online are promoting, specifically the Kardashians. We'll talk more about that in this podcast, that that section will be polarizing, but you need to hear it. You need to share it with anybody that's dealing with skin issues or immune issues. We'll talk about the beauty of feeling our best, how you can shift the mindset of looking perfect to looking and feeling your best. And we'll talk about what it looks like to raise a healthy family, starting with the epidermis. You know, this episode really hit home for me with my son, Nova, especially, and what products we use on his skin. I had no idea about the toxicity in most skincare products and how they're covered up. Emily actually sent me the Tubes & Co. deodorant and the face care products, and I was like, I love these. <laughs> they smell so good. The deodorant for me, I'm a pretty sweaty guy. The deodorant for me lasted for days. It's amazing. Hands down, the best organic skincare products I've used. You can do your part not only to boost your own health by not taxing your immune system by choosing Tubes & Co. organic products, but you can also save a bunch of money, whether it's the deodorant, the skincare, the face care, the cosmetics, the makeup. Emily was super generous. She gave us 15% off with the code Josh. All you have to do is head over to the website, joshtrent.com forward slash tubes. That's T-O-U-P-S. Enter the code Josh for 15% off your entire order. And it's amazing savings, by the way, because these products don't have much of a margin. They're small batch, they're organic, and they're real. So Emily really wanted to reward you for your conscious, healthy choices for yourself and your family. JoshTrent.com forward slash Toops, T-O-U-P-S. Use code Josh for 15% off. You can also head over to toopsandco.com. Now, let's learn with Emily Toops right here, right now on Wellness Wisdom. Emily, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Josh. It's been a long time coming. I've been excited about this. You know, I don't wear makeup or have a lot of skincare products myself. However, my woman, my partner, and so many people that listen to the show, this episode is so much deeper than skin. You know, it starts with skin. People know you as the co-founder of Toops & Co. And tell people just how you even got into this world of skincare. This was something that we all know the epidermis is the largest. It is literally the largest organ that we have on an entire body, in the entire body. And people just don't think about this, Emily. They don't think about what they put on their skin. It's literally drinking whatever we're putting on our skin. So give us the quick story, not the deep one, just the quick story of how you came into this world of Tubes & Co., yeah, well, someone would have told us um, 10 years ago that we would be running a skincare company. <laughs> like, what? Um, it definitely wasn't the trajectory that we were on. But when we had our first daughter and she had severe eczema, you know, it had us looking for something else, other answers and not being satisfied with the answers that we were getting. 
So, you know, like a concerned mother will do, I just dove deep into researching and I had to know, like, there's not, there's gotta be another way. Um, she had, you know, cracking and bleeding skin and we had gone to the doctor. We did the traditional routes, steroids, petroleum creams and all the things. And it, it just wasn't working. And I, we weren't satisfied with that. And, you know, my husband and I multiple times looked at each other and they was like, there's got to be something else that we can do. And through my research, I found tallow and just started making some products for her. She not only had eczema, but a lot of uh, allergies, like topical allergies. And so, you know, we started with the basics, just tallow on her skin. And it was just incredible. It's helping with the inflammation. And I started to make those products. People love them. I gave them away, friends and family. Um, and that's just the beginning of how we got started, which is just, it was just a God thing. It was there mm. when, uh, you know, we filled the need when we saw it. And that's how we got started. It's wild because I think about how many people on the path of healing or of making themselves well or their family well, it starts with their own journey. It starts with something where they had to actually figure it out. They self, <laughs> they had to yeah. really get down in the weeds and be like, okay, I'm experiencing something. I'm not finding the answers in the traditional system. How old was your, it was your daughter, correct? That was yeah. dealing with the issues. How old was, was she when these started to come to fruition, these skin issues? Oh, she had them like from birth and it took until she was almost two for me to even start to question, like there's some, there's got to be something else we can do. Um, the, a cousin of mine, we were at some event and I was holding her and I was feeding her, you know, boxed rice cereal. And she looked at me and, and not in a condemning condemning way and at all. It was like, maybe she's um, having issues like with what you're feeding her. And I kid you not, like a light bulb went off because we were doing the standard American life and diet and everything else. And I went home and really did some research, threw away a lot of things that she was eating. And it really just took someone whispering the one thing, like maybe it's what she's eating mm. for me to realize that not only do I have to worry about what is going on her skin, but you know our entire lifestyle is uh, promoting either health or not. What were you doing then compared to what you're doing now? Like what was a day in the life of Emily back then when she was having the skin issues compared to now? So I was working for my parents. They own a construction company and I was my husband was a paramedic. He worked uh, kind of in the medical field and that was our life. We had one, one child and I was driving back and forth to my parents' house and just not questioning the narrative in, um, on anything really. And my mom is, um, an herbalist and definitely more hippie in her views. But for some reason, I just was like, you know, I kind of thought that what she knew or what she believed was just her and her little hippie herbally ways. <laughs> Wow. That's so interesting how we, in our own experiences and our own hardships, we search for solutions and then maybe we go back to some information that we kind of poo-pooed or that we dismissed before. It sounds like that was the case with your mom. Yeah. Is she still involved in that world now? Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. Our entire family now. Um, but it took, you know, just having issues and having like a pain point in my own life to do the research for myself. Uh, another example of that is like we had our first child in the hospital and we did all of the things, the traditional hospital way. And um, 
after that, just having um, a less than great experience. And my mom had home births, you know, at home. And I was like, I'm not doing that. Uh, I'm going to do like what society says. And it took time to just undo and relearn lots of things and, you know, to decide what was and what's actual health and what's not. A lot of people would be like, wait, tallow, doesn't that come from beef? Why would you put that on your skin? I mean, you've served people across the planet uh, with tubes and co-organics. So if people don't know the benefits of tallow, let, let's start there. Then we'll yeah. unpack some of the ways that these things that I didn't even know, by the way, before we met, before I got introduced to you, all the fragrances and the parabens and a bunch of chemicals that I can barely pronounce are in these skincare products. And I don't think moms and dads know. I just, I just literally don't think they know. I think it's just something where it's like out of sight, out of mind. Before we get into that, tallow, is tallow for everyone? I mean, is it literally something that everyone can put on their skin? And, and what is the benefit of that? Because that's at the core of tubes is the tallow, yes? Right. So tallow is rendered beef fat. And often people will come up to me and say, what's tallow? And I was like, you know, do, do you have any idea at all? And kind of feel them out before I'm like, it is rendered beef fat. Um, but it is... 98% bioidentical to our own skin's oils, our own sebum. And mm. so that makes it incredibly nourishing. It's full of fat-soluble vitamins. And before the, the Industrial Revolution, where we could extract plant oils, the only oils available were um, animal fats and then things like olive oil and maybe like coconut oil that, one, are shelf-stable and two, easily extracted from the, from the plant. So everyone used tallow and lard and it was very common and it's ancestral skincare. And so it's incredibly nourishing. It's, it really is good for all skin types because it's so close. And I will um, mention that that is grass fed tallow, not from cows, you know, pumped full of who knows what and all these toxins yeah. and in confinement and just not unhealthy animals, but from regenerative farms pasture raised and grass fed. And it's just such a beautiful thing. It's like, we call it liquid gold. It's beautiful and golden. And we render the tallow ourselves and it's just kind of the core of Toots and Co. And it's what made such an impact in our lives and on our daughter that, um, it's, we, we continue to render it ourselves because it's so important to me that it be the best quality and very, um, stable and like rendered low temperatures and just really protecting and honoring that as something that's really important. Is your mom in favor of using the cows in a very beautiful way for skincare? Cause some people, they feel indifferent about that. And some people have a very strong opinion about right. using animal products for skincare. Oh, no. How does your we, mom feel about that? She as hundred percent for, it. I think that's probably all she uses and she requests Mason jars full, not just the meat we sell. <laughs> That's so cool. Is there, is there a specific, you, you mentioned the sebum. Um, and for people that don't know, maybe just unpack what sebum is. Um, so and this is for men oil. and women, by the way. Yes. It's just the oil that our skin um, makes on its own. And so like the human body regulates and makes oil to nourish and keep our skin protected. It's kind of the layer on top of our epidermis that protects it from everything else. And we are constantly washing that away with uh, soaps that are detergents and just stripping it off and really replacing it and keeping our skin as a barrier to everything else in life is actually pretty important. Um, this our skin has microbiome and it's what is our protective layer. So our skin has all these um, bacteria and even yeast 
on it. And when in a healthy balance creates, you know, healthy, vibrant skin. And when that's thrown off, um, you know, then we're having rashes or irritation or dry skin and all these things. People have so many skin um, issues and just having a healthy microbiome on our skin and nourishing it with something that is protective um, can solve a lot of those, those problems. So people might see the word natural quote, quote, and we'll talk about this later in the podcast, the terms organic and natural, there is a lot of wiggle in there. And there's also a lot of regulations that I didn't know about before we chatted. So I want to go right to the core issue here. What's happening with the fragrances and the parabens, and I believe it's called phenooxyethanol, um, the fake natural stuff. Yeah. There's about three things in skincare that in my research and in our conversations, I was, I was really surprised by, and they're in almost everything. So let, let's talk about those. And, and if you had to guess how, what is the percentage of, of men and women, obviously women wear more makeup and use more skincare than men, but men do as well. Mm-hmm. What is the percentage of people that are probably using quote natural things that have a ton of fragrances, parabens, and the nasty chemicals in it? If you had to guess. Oh, almost everyone. Um, when I run into people and, you know, they're asking me about skincare, they, you know, are questioning what I know and they're just interested just a little. And I ask them what, you know, what are they using? And it's always, always some kind of detergent, something full of fragrances and parabens. And most people, their eyes start to open when they have their own pain points. So they're having an issue themselves. And that is, that's why they, most often reach out, reach out to me and ask me questions. And I try to just make it as simple as possible, but just explaining that there are, the average woman uses 12 products a day and they, uh, on average, 168 chemicals every morning, which is an incredible amount. And um, there is other research that has found up to 200 chemicals in um, umbilical cord blood. And so that means that what we're putting on our skin on the exterior, we think we're not eating it, but we're putting on our skin on exterior is not only crossing into our bloodstream, but can also cross um, into like a developing fetus. And it's just so important that we realize that every aspect of our life affects us in a way that we might not feel right away. So we, you know, we smell the fragrance or we used a soap or we use some kind of deodorant and, you know, tomorrow I feel fine. But the progression over years of using a product daily, you know, day after day and more than one product a day um, just compounds. And a lot of those chemicals are very difficult to detox from our body. So they continue to build up in our systems and our um so I want to tell you about, you know, the main three, we can talk about the main three chemicals that I think are probably uh, the top defenders in products. Um, and obviously the first one is fragrance um, because fragrance is just a word that hides this concoction of up to 4,000 chemicals and they can hide it behind the word fragrance um, because of, you know, of the Fair Packaging and Labeling Act which just protects trade secrets. And so you can make your own fragrance out of a long, long list of toxic chemicals and then call it just the word fragrance on the package because Hmm. your trade secret of your scent, what you created is protected under that law. And so people see the word fragrance is something they can pronounce, they recognize it, and they just assume that it's just a smell. 
you know. And I'm, I'm having a brain melt with you right now. It's the same thing with food where they say natural flavors. Right. It's the same thing, exactly right? Exactly the, the, the same. The GRAS list, generally yeah. regarded as safe, where the FDA has like thousands of food chemicals. I had no idea. So the same thing applies to skin and to makeup. Yes. It's skincare. And, you know, it's, it's actually very sad because it's it takes education on your part to understand that it's not always general knowledge, even though when you've been in the natural health space for so long, sometimes you assume that it is general knowledge and people know that um, until you speak with people and they, and they don't know. And, you know, these, lots of these chemicals are hormone disruptors. Um, they throw our hormones out of balance. And so many people are dealing with that. I was, I would, four out of five women probably have a hormone imbalance and they're trying to correct it, you know, and when your hormones are out of balance, you know, we see mood swings and anxiety and weight gain, loss of sleep and skin issues. And, you know, some of these chemicals even contribute to cancer and we're seeing a rise in all of these issues in, in men and in women. And, um, they just, they don't know why. And there aren't any answers out there in the traditional medical space. So then why are these chemicals allowed to be put in there? And let's really let it rip here because uh, we've never done a show this deep into the epidermis, which is, it's so crazy. I'm like, I don't know why I haven't thought of it before. It's the largest org. It's bigger than our liver. It's bigger than our brain, skin, right. epidermis. It is the biggest thing that we can do to take in moisture and, and to, to relieve moisture as well. Yet we just don't think about it. It's just not something that we, that we think about. So then why are we drinking these fragrances and parabens and all these things? Why are they even allowed to be there in the first place? Well, people love cosmetics. It is a multi-billion dollar industry. They make us look and feel and smell better. Um, but these chemicals are, they're easy to access and many you can make them cheaply. And, real ingredients and, and the smell from real plants take time and energy and they're more expensive. And so mm. people want cheap and companies want to create as cheap as possible just for profit. And so, um, you know, in the U.S., there's very, very little regulation on skincare and, and people didn't realize that. Um, so many people say this phrase to me that it's sold at XYZ box store, then it, it must be safe because it you know, sold there or um, this store wouldn't sell it if it- Even wouldn't. at Whole Foods? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Whole Foods. Well, they wouldn't sell yeah. it. It can go on the shelf if it wasn't safe. Um, and that is completely untrue as you um, can tell just from research, all of these lawsuits and all these companies and things, they can create a product. A lab or a manufacturer can make a product and- Sometimes there's testing done internally in, in the um, inside of the company, and sometimes there's not, but they can put that on the shelf and it can be sold without ever being tested. And the only time that they'll go and test it or it will be regulated by any kind of government entity is if there's a certain amount of complaints against the product. Hmm. And that's a two-edged sword. It, it's good and it's bad. Um, because that means we have to be educated on what we buy and what we consume off the store shelf. Um, and so there's tons of, you know, pro legislation out there. People want more legislation. They want us to ban more, ban more ingredients and have more insight and oversight over cosmetics. And I actually totally disagree with that because that just makes it to where we have less options. So these small companies, myself included, 
they have more hoops to jump, jump through and more money to spend to be, you know, um, compliant with a government uh, uh, entity or the FDA. Yeah. I mean, it's let's talk about the elephants in the room. And I say plural, there's a revolving door that no one needs to have a conspiracy theory mindset to understand between the FDA, the USDA, the pharmaceutical company, the agriculture institution that we have here, the big ag and even big food, all of these companies, the executives, if you just do a quick search online, it's not like you have to go further than the first page. They all trade executives. So somebody that works at Monsanto can then work for the FDA. And then somebody that works for USDA then can work for a pharmaceutical company. I mean, it's wild. It's crazy. And, And it leads us to this really uncomfortable part of the conversation. And that is follow the money. Because if you really want to take care of yourself, you have to not be duped by marketing that tells you something is good for you when it's really not good for you at all. And, and I used to wear cologne back in the day. We, we haven't talked about this. I used to wear cologne and I was like, oh, it's no big deal. I'm just spraying it on my, my, my T-shirt. No, I'm breathing in that vapor yeah. all day long. So now I use an, an organic, non-toxic cologne. Maybe it doesn't have the same smell as like a Louis Vuitton or whatever, but I don't care. Like I don't, I don't want to be breathing that in all day. So when we look at the financial interests that are driving really these chemicals to be in the products, like you said, it's because they're cheaper and it's because they can be done at scale. Can you share some of your research and maybe just some of your own personal anecdotal thoughts about some of the things that are happening in your space in skincare? It's not just makeup. This is skincare also for men and women. What do you see? Like, what do you see in the landscape that makes you frustrated, sad, that makes you feel like you really need to shout from the rooftops and tell people this, this shouldn't be here? Well, most skincare companies are owned, you know, by gigantic conglomerates. So there are multiple, multiple different brands and most of them have the same corporate owner. Um, and so, you know, they're, they're manufacturing in the same, in the same places and they're using the same ingredients, ingredients that they've used forever. And they shroud the research and make it look like they're safe. And so whenever, you know, especially speaking with scientists and things, they see, well, you know, this study says that this is proven safe, but then there's another study mirrored right behind it, maybe done in Europe or in another country that says it's actually not safe. And, you know, there, okay. So recently there was the Olaplex lawsuit and there was an ingredient that I believe was a a part of the fragrance that is banned in Europe and in other countries that they were uh, using. And, it was, you know, causes infertility and reproductive organ problems. And they were using this, they were using those, those ingredients knowingly, knowingly uh, in, in putting them in the formulations, knowing that they cause harm in like certain doses, but it was something that they wanted to use. And, you know, of course their response to these lawsuits are, we are removing the product, uh, that ingredient, we were um, unaware of the studies that show, et cetera, et cetera. And that's just not true. These mm. companies do massive research and they have leading scientists, you know, making these formulations. They aren't unaware. And so it's, it's, it's just about the money. It's just about how they can get these products out. They market them to, especially young people. Olaplex is very um, popular in a younger crowd. And these 
women are, they're growing up and they are, their reproductive system is still maturing. They're going through, you know, their teens and into their twenties, constantly using a product that's harming them. And it, it just blows my mind that the marketing is so strong and so great that I've run into so many people and they're like, well, I actually know that it's not the best, but I'm using it because it works better. And I'm like, does it actually work better? Um, And the answer is always no. It's just coating the hair or the skin or anything in some kind of petroleum product. It's a placebo where they've been told so many times on Instagram, Facebook, television, cable, Super Bowl ads that it is better. So then the subconscious just goes, oh, yeah, it's better. Who cares if it's toxic? I mean, that makes me sad. That makes me sad. And what I really try to do is provide education around the amazing ingredients, you know, cold pressed, beautiful, organic, nurturing ingredients from the earth that, you know, they work a thousand times better. And so there just needs to be more education on reading labels. And even in, 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 it is difficult because even in the natural space, there are tons of people that are trying to, you know, get into this billion dollar industry and they're saying things like natural organic ingredients etc cetera, etc cetera. and it takes time and effort to recognize the ingredients and be able to read a label and say no or say you know this actually does sound good yeah wow there's so much to unpack here so the first thing is and i really want to treat this with respect but also seriousness because gosh the more i see on youtube and on media there is this just disregard for the core family unit, for the safety, sanctity, and health of the core family unit. There's also, from what you've shared and from what we're going to link in the show notes here, it's a um, top class action lawsuit that's titled Oil-Free Skincare Lawsuits Pile Up. It's in the show notes. There's some of the brands that are like the biggest brands in the world, and they're linked in this report. And it's this quote of oil-free skincare products that have a ton of these um, really, really harmful additives inside of them. And I wonder if the scientists at the companies know that they're harmful and the CEOs at the company knows that they're harmful. And basically everyone knows they're harmful, but they're just turning the cheek to it. Don't you think that that's willfully attacking the health of young women specifically? Oh, absolutely. I, I definitely see just in the world in general, just this war on family, this war on health, especially young people. I have two sisters who are both in their twenties and they grew up knowing what is healthy and what's not, you know, lots of education, especially because I had already had children and I was living a a more natural lifestyle and my mom and, but seeing these things like from different influencers and just bombarded with the, this advertising that, you know, these chemicals are better they were being poisoned by buying these products. And so then they would turn to me and be like, well, what's the alternative? And there's always an alternative. There's so many amazing skincare companies out there that are doing the opposite of this and just, um, you know, using beautiful ingredients and just from the earth and the whole plants and these pure extracted oils. And they work just as good, just maybe they don't have, you know, they don't have the marketing that these massive conglomerates have. Yeah. And maybe for a lot of people too, they want to emulate the movie star they're seeing, or they want to emulate, they want to be accepted. I mean, you you guys know how it is. Like when you grow up, you want to be accepted. It's, It's like a core part of adolescence. You want acceptance. So if your movie star or if your favorite speaker or whoever is like wearing the makeup or using the products, 
even if they're bad for you, you're going to do it. So like what, what part of this really sets you on fire actually, or makes you want to serve even deeper with tubes and co what part of this do you see where it's a clear attack or what do you make of this? Like if this is going to continue to go on, how do you, how do we make sense of this and what do we do about this? You know, I see so many young women and people my age just really struggling with their health. They're struggling with hormones. They're struggling with, um, you know, autoimmune issues and things. And they just want them to realize, to understand, to be educated enough to know what a paraben is. Parabens are preservatives in cosmetics. They've been, you know, preservatives since the 20s. And being able to read what they are, know what they are, and then make better choices, or just have enough um, information to even know that they should read the label. Turn the package around on everything that you buy and say, you know, maybe I let me read the ingredient list on this. Or sometimes the ingredient list is not even listed or it's, you know, a sticker behind something. Um, or if you go on someone's website and you're trying to read their ingredient list and they're not there, you have to email them to ask them what the ingredients are. That's red flags. Those are red flags. And just educating um, this, this younger population to they're just been they're being bombarded daily with so many products education around reading the labels and understanding that uh, just because our favorite influencer uses this that or that product um, doesn't mean that it's actually they're, they're they're probably not even using it the influencer is yeah. probably not even using exactly. the actual product they're just being paid to use it exactly um, prime offender so- being the kardashians by the way which, which let's talk about this. Okay. So, and, so and I want, I want to let you wrap up, but we're definitely going to talk about the Kardashian thing. It just kind of rubs me rough that the Kardashians who own a skincare brand full of toxic chemicals are in DC. And I think they were there in like 2018 lobbying for um, pro, you know, regulation on skincare companies. And I, I, at first I kind of even thought like, maybe it's a great thing. You know, we need, we do maybe need to, uh, ban some of these ingredients. Um, but the legislation wasn't even on um, banning specific ingredients. It was just on oversight on uh, manufacturers and skincare companies. Um, and I was like, okay, so, you know, we had kind of gone through some hoops of doing some organic certifications and realizing the amount of paperwork and money that it takes to get a skincare product um, organic certified just kind of opened my eyes to what all of these certifications mean, um, what kind of government oversight is involved in it, which is not really a lot. Um, and so being pro regulation on these skincare companies is just going to make all of the skincare companies you see at Walmart, Target, they will be able to jump through the hoops or figure out a way around it. And then everyone else that's left, your great choices that are these small indie brands that are using great ingredients, they won't be able to jump through the hoops. And so then they'll disappear and you'll have less and less choice. Um, and so, you know, it's just, it's, it's, an, it's an act, which um, we like to, you know, it, it makes us happier. It gives us, it evokes a feeling of security when you see some kind of influencer celebrity doing something that looks like it's good. Um, but it actually, you know, there's always another, an alternative mo- uh, motive. 
And we're in, we're, we're in, I feel like it's, we're in the best of times. We're in the worst of times when it comes to almost everything in health and wellness period, whether you look at food and we're talking about skincare and cosmetics today, the good thing is that there is natural products out there. And the more that we can have conversations like this, the more that moms that are dealing with skin issues or their children are dealing with skin issues can actually let that go, can, can heal and move forward. But there is this mental construct, Emily, and the mental construct is as long as it doesn't bother me right now, then it probably won't bother me ever. But it's simply not true. It's almost like mm-hmm. if we had a an hourglass and there was grains of sand. So every time you put um, the cosmetics or the skincare products on that have the harmful parabens or the chemicals, it might just be a few grains of sand. But over the course of like three to five years, you could fill an entire scope with sand. You could fill an entire hourglass with sand. And I think that's what I really want people to to understand from this. It's not about just like buying a cool skincare brand. Although like I would definitely buy the brand just because I like to have animal products on my skin because it's the exact same sebum as yeah. my skin. That's pretty badass. <laughs> but in, in a different conversation, there's, there's the darker side where if the Kardashians are selling stuff and they're really just in it for the money and we know they are, what do you think it is about the human psyche or what do you think it is about just humanity in general where we're easily duped in that way? Why are we so duped in that way? Why do we keep, why do we keep giving these people essentially our money, our choice? We just want something that makes us look good and feel good. You know, we want to be better and that that's why the cosmetic industry is so large. Um, very, it's more often that we want to look prettier, feel better than we actually want our skin to be better. And also, you know, I think especially in hair care, we, our diet is so poor that on the exterior, we're seeing the results of years and years of a poor diet, which is unhealthy mm-hmm. hair, nails, and unhealthy skin. And so people, they want to look like what they see on TV and these people have, you know, um, hair extensions and all, you know, fake everything. And so we everything. Yeah. We see this version of a human that's not even real. You know, what, what does a real human look like? And they are, you know, they have imperfections and that's just the way that we were made. And, but more, but even deeper than that is just, we have a society that is more unhealthy than we've seen in, in ever. And we want to fix it and we want a quick fix for it. And then we have products that are promising a quick fix. And so we buy them because that's what we want. We want shiny, beautiful, long hair and we want, you know, beautiful nails and flawless skin. And there's all these products on the market that can give that illusion to us. And so we buy them because they're marketed for that. And the real, you know, it's always a a band-aid. The real root cause is, you know, something in our body, a hormone, a hormone um, deficiency or uh, imbalance or a mineral deficiency or imbalance. And if we can clean up our diet and use skincare that feeds our skin and nourishes our body, then we'll see the true version of health, which is, you know, beauty that comes from within. And it's, it's, you know, it's very difficult to know that if someone doesn't tell you because the media says the exact opposite of it, you know, and there's huge multi-billion dollar industry and stores promoted to just giving us fake products that give us the illusion of what we think beauty really is. 
it's even some of these companies like the Rodan and Fields, you know, these massive company that are experiencing lawsuits and legal issues as well. I mean, we could sit here and we're not going to, but we could sit here and we could list lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit that are happening every single year, especially I noticed there was more lawsuits in 2020 and 2021 than ever before. And I think it's because people were at home trying to feel better about themselves, buying all these makeup, buying all these products. And it's like, you guys, we need to take a deep breath and just remember, like you were saying, Emily, like the human body has natural imperfections. When you're, whether you're a man or woman, when you're buying skincare products or cosmetics at all, you're not trying to be perfect. You're just trying to feel and look your best. And I think that's a really big demarcation that we need to talk about here. This striving for perfection, it unravels into all phases of society, how kids and teenagers and young adults treat each other. And there's really like this moral fiber that's decaying because of this projected image of perfection that these companies make billions and billions of dollars off of. Can you speak on that? Yeah. You know, they make so much money on selling products that make us look more beautiful, make us look like everyone else, make us feel like um, we look like what we see on television. And I think there's a skewed view of what real beauty is. Real beauty is health. Um, people have beautiful, vibrant skin and you know clear eyes and can think clearly and feel good from real health. And real health comes from within and it's a food and mind and body connection all together. Mm-hmm. And you know, spiritual. Um, yes. And mm-hmm. spiritual for sure. And so when I meet people who have true health, I find that incredibly beautiful. I have friends that take care of themselves, their mind and their body and their you know spirituality and the food that they eat is all healthy. They, you know, they radiate beauty. And, you know, people come to me and they're struggling. It's never one thing. It's never just the skincare they're using or the food they're eating or, you know, their um, state of mind or the state of their spirituality. It's all of these things because they're all connected because we are incredible beings that are every part of our body is connected. And so it takes um, wanting to know the information first. And because someone can come to you and ask you the questions they're not feeling well, or they want this and they're looking for that and you can give them the answer, but unless they want to really know the answer, they, they don't listen and they don't, um, they can't accept it. They have to almost research it on their own and then come to me. Um, and then, or, or they have to have like a pain point that they're really driven to want to know the information. Once their eyes are opened and they're driven to, you know, they desire the information, then they can take it in and those areas just all start to fix themselves and the the blocks start to stack, you know, Mm. in a neat row instead of just having it kind of falling apart. Sometimes we wait until we're really sick to change or really sick to buy things. You know, we were, you know, especially as a parent with your first child and you're seeing them with, you know, eczema and bleeding and crying. And it was just, I was crying and she was crying. And it was like a a very low point where I was like, I've got to figure this out. I've Mm -hmm. got to get somewhere else. Was it not for that? Maybe I would still be on the same, you know, in the same lifestyle. No. And so while it was a difficult thing to go through, it 
changed our life for the better. So I'm very thankful for that. And she has vibrant skin and health now. And I'm just so thankful that I went through that pain to get to where we are now. And telling that story and just explaining to people sometimes will open their eyes without them having to uh, experience their own pain. But I do feel with so many mothers email me and they send me photos of their children and it just, it hits me very personally. And so, um, you know, I, I can, all I can do is share with them the truth and really nourishing, you know, health ingredients and, and, tallow and all of these fat soluble vitamins and give that to them and let them see, you know, but I always do, it's not I own a skincare company. So I don't just like throw tallow at them and say, this is the answer to that. But I always just kind of put a note in there about, you know, what is their diet or, you know, what's the atmosphere that they're living in and just to spark a light bulb for someone to do more research for themselves. Yes. Well, I love it because I'm, I'm going to be 42 this year. And I actually I had my first facial recently and she was like, what skincare products do you use? And I was like, none, <laughs> I don't, I don't use any skincare product. So, so for the men out there, I, and I know that this conversation has been, you know, let's be honest, primarily for the women, because women, that's the majority of the, the cosmetics and the beauty industry is women. But for the men listening, you know, how do they make sense of this too? Like, are there a few products for men that they should definitely be putting on their skin on a daily basis? Let's go to the practical. Okay. So, um, you know, I always start with deodorant because deodorant can be one of the most toxic products that we're using. We put it on every day. People might, they might forget to wash their face or they not might not put on makeup, but people are putting on their deodorant on a daily yeah. basis. And so these aluminum deodorants that are full of fragrance and scents, I mean, Axe and Old Spice and all this you know stuff. Um, I even got my dad a faithful, probably like for 20 years, use Old Spice to switch out his deodorant. I literally went mm. in the bathroom and I was like, do a switch, dad, <laughs> use this. Um, but they work, you know, natural products work just as well. And so the tallow is amazing for men's face. So my husband, you know, it's so funny because he will talk with his friends and he's like, switch them over to using like this pure soap bar that he uses to wash his hair and his body. And then he puts a towel on after he shaves and on his neck. And he's like, man, you gotta, you gotta use this. Um, but because it's so nourishing and people, other men try it, they're like, well, wow, I should have been using this. Yeah. I love it. I'm going to try the, the balsam fern cedar wood. You have an extra strength deodorant too, right? For do, people that yeah. really stank. Okay. Because <laughs> so for all the people that work out out there. And so the deodorant's a big one because I've heard of aluminum and gosh, I, it's probably been 20 years since I've used an aluminum deodorant. I just don't simply don't use them. Um, what else when it comes to, so deodorant and then the balm on the face for, for yeah, men? The is that what you're, The tallow balm. So those are like the big two, the deodorant and the tallow and balm. And then men use um, shaving cream often every day sometimes. And so like a soap bar with a, a brush mm. and like the old school um, shave soap would replace that. And then you, you know, you're putting the tallow on top of that and just protecting your skin, nourishing your face and your beard if you have one and just taking care of your face in a way that men have don't normally do can my husband is um he'll be 42 this year also and he spent a tour in iraq and just had so much sun damage on his face from just the heat and the sun on a daily basis for a really long time and i'm telling you that that tallow has like 
changed the texture of his face on the side where he just had so much sun damage. And so now that's like his selling point to um, other men. It's like, man, you got to try this towel bomb. Um, <laughs> I know it's, no, it sounds different. Uh, yeah. Men want to really look great. good too. Yeah. We want to look good too. <laughs> so, so, okay. So then let's shift to the ladies. So what are like the, the two or three core products for women when it comes to, you know, hydration, care, cleanliness of the skin? So our, our top seller is mascara in our makeup, uh, in our makeup line. And mascara has so many toxins in it. So many people email me on a daily basis and say, I can't use any mascara. They make my eyelids swell. They're, they're um, especially like waterproof um, mascaras. There are no natural waterproof mascaras. So if you're using one and it says natural on it, flip it around or find the box and read the ingredients on that. Because you can almost guarantee you that it's not natural. So mascara is a big one. Um, and just the tallow, I mean, tallow is so amazing and it's so simple that it seems like there must be something else. People are used to like multi-regimens of like multi-products and each product does something different. And really that's just to sell you more products. Um, but our main, you know, you want to cleanse the face. If you have dry skin, you don't want to use a soap. So you'll use an oil cleanser, a toner, tallow. And it seems very basic and simple, but it's the best thing for our skin. We're never stripping the oils off our skin. We're always replenishing them. Anytime you wash your face, we're moisturizing and keeping that barrier on our face. And it just, it brings kind of a a natural, healthy glow. So it's three or four products instead of 12. I think earlier in the podcast, you said it was 12 products with like 150 plus chemicals. We're talking about like three or four products that are just three or four products. Really basic. You need deodorant wash your face and moisturize. Okay. This is incredible. Like I'll tell you, I, it's not, it's not something that I've been passionate about, but I am passionate about wellness and I, I can learn from you. And this is why I love podcasting. And this is why every single person right now, go to joshtrent.com forward slash tubes and it's T O U P S. And you just use the code Josh Emily. Thank you for the discount. By the way, you gave us 15% off, which is incredible. Uh, We know that you're a small company, so we totally respect the, the value that you're giving people and then your generosity that's joshtrent.com forward slash T O U P S use the code Josh. But before we say goodbye, I want to ask you a big question and it's about parenting because my, my son's eight months old and we've had conversations about having another child. And you mentioned earlier in the podcast that you took the traditional route when you went to the hospital, what, what shifted for you there? Like what shifted based on your first experience where you're like, I'm never doing this again, and this is my path moving forward. You know, as a parent here, a lot of That's parents listen to the a show. Huge question, <laughs> but um, it all boils down to just as, as simple as simple as possible, and going to the hospital and being induced, and then having you know, I was the brink of a C-section, and then they use a forceps, and it was just a very um, unnatural experience. Mm-hmm. And our oldest has some issues that none of our other kids have. And it was because I was, I had a standard American pregnancy and delivery and all of these things. And I just researched and I'm very much of the no better, do better. And so, you know, I have four children. I had three of them at home and one at the hospital and I will never go back because the just, you know, if we're talking about kids, just the experience of having your baby at home and it just being peaceful and quiet and just 
and it's just an amazing experience. Um, we did different because we knew better and we learned more. And, you know, for us, for us, it was the perfect decision. And it just was, I was healthy and strong and was able to do what my body was made to do. I love the way you said that, you know, you take a different path because of now something new that, you know, I love the way that you put that. And I have no problem changing my opinion. And, you know, I can't say that in five years, I'll feel exactly the same about everything that I know, because I know more and the more I learn might change my mind. Mm -hmm. I reserve, I reserve the right. We all do to change our mind when we get new information that brings us closer to what I believe is the truth. And I think the truth is that all is love because all is God. And then if you look behind that, you have to ask yourself, okay, if there's all these distractions in our world, skincare and makeup being one of them, you know, media being another, and then what we quote should and should not do as far as birthing and parenthood and all these things, what does your spirituality look like? Like, what does it look like for you to lead your family and, and really to protect your family? I mean, that's that's really what this is. You're, you're protecting your family from not just toxic chemicals, but toxic thinking and toxic way of being. Yeah. Well, we homeschool our four kids and my husband and I are very much involved in their day to day in their life. You know, we run this business, so we're able, we're so blessed and so able to be home. Not every family has that um, privilege, but because we do, we are very intentional of making sure that they are exposed just to, to life and to vibrancy and knowing that they can do, there's so many things that they can do that maybe being in a traditional school setting, they wouldn't believe that they could. Um, and, you know, obviously the Lord has directed our path from the very beginning of my husband and I's marriage. We've been, we'll be married 13 years this year. We have four very beautiful children and, um, you know, every decision that we make, we make, uh, you know, in prayer and in just together, every decision we make, we make together, we pray about it. And it's, our path has been directed, you know, just by the Lord. And I'm just, I feel very blessed to be in the situation that we are. We live in America and I make sure that my kids know that we are blessed to live in this country and um, that there are other people living in other countries right now, you know, the war with Russia and Ukraine, and they are struggling and they're going through a lot of difficulty and just recognizing that um, we're incredibly blessed to be in the situation. situation. We really are. And I think about this, this element of protection, like a great parent or just a parent of yourself. You can be a parent of children. You can also just be a parent of the inner child that's living in all of us. Every single human being has a a little boy and a little girl inside. So for me, the way that I protect myself and my family from toxic chemicals, toxic people, toxic things is I just stay curious. I just keep asking questions like, Hey, what result does this bring? Or let me look at the truth of this matter. Or let me see behind the curtain that everyone else is believing. Do you have a North Star for you and your family? Like, do you have a family mantra? Do you have something where no matter what, you guys will move in this direction because of this reason? Well, we always ask questions. So if someone says, you know, you should do this. This is amazing. Um, My husband will be like, well, why is it so amazing? Or let me find out for myself you know, the truth behind that. And so we just take everything with a grain of salt and nothing um, is matter of fact until it's what is great for us. Um, And that's in every, you know, ice wick of our life. We kind of do things 
not on the mainstream, different from most people. And that, you know, lots of people say, you know, or make comments and say, um, you know, the tubes, they're crazy. <laughs> they, <look laughs> foam. they do everything so different. And like, why would you do that? And it's good. It is so funny because, um, you know, we, we milk cows and we have chickens and we farm and we do, we homeschool and we, you know, own our own business and all these things, just not the mainstream. And it has, it's because we've asked questions, stay curious, like you say, and just not, there's not one size that fits all. Everyone Mm -hmm. has a different path and what's good for me might not be good for you. You know, it's interesting as we round out and say goodbye, I'll share this. Like I used to think that wellness was four things. Uh, mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. And now I know that wellness is actually, it's, it's moved from me from a box, Emily, to a Pentagon, because that fifth part of wellness is, is financial health. And if we look at the way that we tend to our garden, like financially, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, all of these things need constant attention at all times. And so in my opinion, and I'm curious how you feel about this, when we look at the financial, you know, where we spend our money, it might seem cheaper or quote easier to go to McDonald's. It might seem cheaper or easier to buy skincare that's like five bucks cheaper, but poisons your skin. How do you make sense of that? And, and how do you speak about that, you know, perceived easiness versus long-term cost? Well, I don't do anything the easy way. I mean, we, um, we have to, you know, walk half an acre to just get, collect eggs to eat breakfast. But, um, it is because we, when we spend more money on something because it's better for us or healthier, you know, at the same time, we're not spending money on other things that people might, we choose to spend our money in a very intentional way. And so when people say, oh, well, you know, you eat, um, organic and that's expensive or you buy, you know, clean skincare and that is more expensive. Well, we also don't indulge in, you know, we don't eat out and we don't do other things or we choose to spend our money in ways that benefit us. And so it's just about what your priorities are and our priorities might look different than somebody else, but we prioritize health over many other things. And if that means that we can't do other things, like maybe go on vacation, you know, and do other, you know, we take that money and we spend it to invest in our family for long-term health and long-term happiness. Mm, That's the kind of bank account that I like. Emily, this has been great. I've really enjoyed this. We went in a few directions that I was, you know, pleasantly surprised we went in. There's a ton more to talk about. We're talking more about this at the post right below this video, wherever you're watching, um, you can go to joshtrent.com forward slash T-O-U-P-S. The code is Josh. Thank you, Emily, for the 15% off. It's amazing. And this is for the men and women too. As we say goodbye, how would you define where we are in the world for yourself, for your family, for us? What does it mean to live well, especially in this modern day and age with so many distractions? How would you define wellness? What does wellness mean to you? Wellness is a state of mind. And even living in like this modern earth, we have more choices and more availability than we have ever had before. So while we have more distractions, we also have more choice. And there are more and more products and things that we can buy our easy way out um, available to us now than there's ever been before if you wanted uh, clean skincare, you might have to make it yourself in your kitchen. Um, but Or if you wanted organic pastured pork, then you had to raise your own pig. But now there are so many choices. And I think we live in an incredible um, day and age. And uh, I'm just, it's, it's amazing. And I'm blessed. We're all blessed to live 
in uh, 2022. We are. It's the year of looking at ourselves, right? 2022. I'm looking at me. I'm looking at you. We're looking at each other this year. It's like the year of inventory. So Emily, thank you for coming. Where can people you, learn more about you specifically? Are you on IG or do you want them to just go to tubesandco.com? Like how do they get involved in the conversation outside of just buying your products? So if you want to follow me personally, I am on Instagram. It's just emily.toops, just me. Um, and I'll share, you know, share a little more of our day-to-day and things that we do and believe. Um, and then obviously on Toops & Co., uh, there's a contact form on there. People can email me and I try my best to get back to those emails as quickly as possible. But I really do enjoy um, giving as much information as I can when people have questions. Well, I feel like this was a huge bevy of information. So until Emily and I see you guys again soon, we're both wishing you love and wellness. We'll talk to you then. There's a lot of talk in this world about gut health, but when it really comes to gut health, you don't always need supplements to make your internal world sparkly clean again. The majority of the time, you can heal and nourish your gut simply by using the right foods and eating the right nutrients. For me and my family, when it comes to gut health, we start with food, specifically healthy, sustainable animal foods that are pasture-raised, organically spiced, and naturally fermented, like the pasture-raised turkey sticks from our partners and friends at Paleo Valley. Now, the naturally occurring probiotics is what truly sets these turkey sticks apart. Also, they taste amazing and they satiate me. They're GMO-free, they have delicious flavor. This beautiful satiating protein is digested with every bite, this cage-free, free-range, pasture-raised poultry. It's the equivalent of 100% grass-fed cows. You can feel good and pick up your multi-pack of these pasture-raised turkey sticks over at joshtrent.com forward slash paleo valley make sure you use the code josh that's j-o-s-h to get 15 percent off your entire order make your gut happy and stop being hangry no more hangriness joshtrent.com forward slash paleo valley use code josh to save 15 percent off your entire order from my friends at paleo valley thank you for being here with us on the podcast you can access all the wellness and the wisdom over at joshtrent.com forward slash podcast. You can get every single thing you need to access all the wisdom you have inside of your body and heart and soul right at joshtrent.com forward slash podcast. If you want to be coached directly by me and be a part of this thriving wellness force global community, just go to joshtrent.com forward slash M21. Start your journey today. Get the M21 wellness guide with six science-backed practices that'll help you body, mind, and soul. Start your day with the right intention and the right mindset so your physical body can give you love back. That's joshtrent.com forward slash M21. Start today. I'm waiting for you. You have the community right here, right now at your fingertips. You just have to have the courage to take the first step. joshtrent.com forward slash M21 to get your free 21-day six-part science-backed guide.